Well, welcome back to yet another episode of American Dudeocracy. Better do the introductions this time. We just slammed into the last one. So, Mayor Dave. <laughs> ah, geez. Welcome, one and all. What up, buddy? Everything's good. How about uh, Mr. Kamikaze? All good here. Yeah. Loving the summer. Loving mm. it. Oh, man. Too much to do. It's going by too fast. But it's, You know what's really cool about the summer is the nights have been relatively cool. It's been nice. It has. Awesome. I've it been has. opening up all my windows at night, and you yeah. know, by morning, it's... Uh, course i'm shivering but it's been in the 50s and it's just been really pleasurable yep. it's been a nice spring it has yeah the cool nights are nice man a lot of water mm-hmm. a lot of mosquitoes yeah a lot of mosquitoes yep. for the desert out here mm-hmm. uh still some snow up on the mesa dude i think a lot yeah there's a lot i'll let you know i uh fly back over the mountain here next week so i'll let you know how much snow dude it was full-on winter a couple weeks ago so we'll see. That's so awesome. You know, I noticed uh, in my travels to and from uh, Utah and so forth, there's still a lot of uh, snow on these peaks. I've never seen it this long before. The right. San Juans down there? San Juans. Oh, yeah, yeah dude. They're yep. loaded. Yep. The uh, yep San Juans and then the um, Henry's. Actually, Henry's by Lake Powell still had snow on them. And the uh, Monte LaSalle's, Manti, Manti LaSalle's. So just anyway, by Moab. Yeah. A lot of those LaSalle mountains have a lot of snow on them. You never see it this long. That's good. Pretty awesome, man. Mm-hmm. Like into June, into June, and uh, lots yeah. of snow everywhere. Mm-hmm. Powell's filling up. Yep. That's good. Things are looking really good for the lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, water flows are high, man. It's uh, it's incredible. Mm. It's incredible. I was doing a little research on the Colorado River the other day because I was looking at, you know, it's getting close out here. Um south and west of town where the river flows and goes down by the interstate and the water's kind of close and it just got me curious and me and the wife were talking we're like hey, you know when's the last time it flooded the flooded and my recollection was like in 2011 we had a very heavy snow year like yeah. this year yeah. and the river was really high all year uh so we started digging into some cfs numbers cubic feet per second blah 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 and the colorado river on average uh has has typically flowed since it actually passed its century mark i think in 1913 to 2013 or 1921 to 2021 i can't remember sorry uh but over over the last hundred years the the average flow is like 15,300 cfs cubic feet a second of water 15,000 yeah that's like the average so the peak in like 1984 and 85 or 85, 86, either way, in 85, the flow was 83,000. And it and that's flooded junction. Riverside. It flooded. No yep. Riverside. Flooded, flooded yeah. some houses, some basements. It put sand and deposits mm-hmm. in some neighborhoods, man. Yeah, Riverside was notorious for, for yeah. that part. And that's in June. June's typically peak runoff, right? Yeah, June, July. Um, it's pretty high. Like in 85, it was because of rain. They had a nasty few days of rain in the river. Like right now, it's flowing really hard. And I think right now it's flowing like 25,000. So imagine 80. Wow. Dude. Three times that, Jeez. like it's pretty high right now. Mm-hmm. So and it's been steady. Oh, which yeah, is really good. It's not like you know we've had a really low and then all of a sudden it peaks and it drops yeah. way back down. It's been really steady just due to the weather uh, yep. being cool at nights and decent yeah. in the days. Eighty, you know, low eighties right now. As to where years in the past it's been 
in the nineties. And yeah. so and the nineties have been really warm. So it's been really good. It's been solid, steady and yeah. um, you know, if it if it had warmed up a lot faster in May, oh. it would have been the same thing. Would have been a, a lot fast, but it's been yeah, it's been north of twenty for mm-hmm. shoot four, five, six weeks now. Good to know. So a lot of water, man. Lake Powell, I think at one time was coming up almost two feet a day. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Dude, that's so much water. Wow. Yeah. I can't even. As big of a lake that is. I that's can't even huge. imagine how many gallons that is yeah. a day. That's crazy. Yeah. That's, that's a lot of water, dude. It's that's a lot incredible. of water. So definitely a good year. Yeah. Uh-huh. A lot of stuff going on, man. It's uh, What do you guys know about the Canadian fires? I've seen that uh, in, the, in the news. You know, yeah. about how New York City is kind of getting their share of... Uh, yeah, wear your mask. <laughs> yeah, is that what they're saying now? Oh, t- stay, no, stay inside. Oh. Stay inside and wear your mask. Yeah. Like, huh. uh, Just in Canada? Mm, certain parts? Sorry, but it's going to go through the mask, too. Uh, <laughs> you know... You know... Gas mask? Yes. Let's start wearing our gas mask. <laughs> yeah. America... Put your gas Get mask your gas on. Mask. Put your Halloween mask on. <laughs> <laughs> Jason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't know much about it other than there's the the conspiracy theory version. Like all these fires started like the same day, the same time, which I think there's dozens of fires. Mm-hmm. At least I. Uh, all up in Canada. All up in Canada. Yeah. Huh. You know, and they're like, oh, it's not uncommon, but it's like extra heavy because a bunch of them. So all the conspiracy theorists are like, how do all these fires start all at once? Trudeau. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know much about <laughs> of it. Of course. I just know that there's a lot of fires up there. And it seems like when they're not on fire, we're on fire and, or we're all on fire. <laughs> and it's called environmentalism and shitty forest management Mm -hmm. and stuff burns you can either you can either maintain it or you can watch it burn like that's just a fact of life trees burn and that's what happens you know what's interesting is uh i heard uh i don't remember where i heard this from or how long ago but uh didn't the native americans sometimes light fires that was more of a wild uh, to get the wild game, I oh, think okay. they kind of they found out it was more efficient, and maybe that was more brush fires too to start mm-hmm. brush fires and kind of corral all the animals that way via fire than to go with horses and stuff. I always thought too. I, well, I, I don't know all of it, but I know they use the fire as a kind of a corralling mechanism for. Yeah, I read a book. Some of it. Read a book about right here actually when they would leave to go down south for the winter, they would light fires to burn a lot of the pinions because they knew that right there they knew that the pinions absorbed water and they wanted the water to make it down to the valleys so they would light fires and then they would take off and then when they would come back and you know all that stuff would be burned and fresh growth yeah healthy for their gardens and things that's what i heard too yeah Yeah. what you're saying Yeah. yeah so i think twofold i think it was it was a seasonal range thing so they knew you know look they we're gonna burn this so that way it'll be burned we'll get out of here while it's burning and then mm-hmm. we'll come back next spring it'll be fresh and the watershed will be better because it'll make it down to the valleys mm-hmm. so you know but then fast forward to today right and it's oh don't touch it leave it leave it native well if you leave it native that's fine but this is what you get yes yeah, like it's, gonna it's a cycle it's gonna burn yeah duh yeah. 
like one lightning strike. And then, you know, some of those fires that have happened over the years, everybody, oh, it's so hot. Well, yeah, there's so much deadfall and there's so much overgrowth that when it does catch fire, dude, it's, it's nature. Cleaning. It is crazy. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, and, and then right. you've yeah. got homes built all over the place and it's just like the mudslides. Oh, what happened? I built my house on the side of a mountain and it rained and now my house. <laughs> Duh. It's like by the ocean too. I mean, yeah. Yeah. Next big wave, your house is in the water. So I mean, it's, duh. yeah, but the it cost happens. of forest fires are going way up just like the hurricanes, right? Because mm-hmm. we're building there now more yeah, look than at we up. used to. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Beetle kill. I mean, you got millions of dead trees. Those need to burn. They really do. And they're going to, and you know what you want to or not. Yeah. You know what's funny, dude, is is all that stuff here in Colorado that beetle killed, right? Like a, a ton of forest. So beetle kill wood sells for buku dollars oh, man. because it's been preserved and encased because the tree died fast and people are making things out of that wood. It and it's like 10x times regular lumber because it's beautiful yeah. wood. <laughs> beetle kill, you know. Thanks, Mr. Beetle. Yeah, right. <laughs> Love the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. Thanks, Ringo. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, that probably ages us a little. I don't even know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> I wanna hold your hand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. It's uh so there's all that going on, you know, the smoke and all that craziness, which is, isn't really craziness. It's just cycling, um, you know, and, and then, dude, Ukraine. So we haven't talked about Russia and Ukraine for a minute, and that's been kind of purposeful because who knows what to believe. Um, dude, I have recently read and come across a lot of information that basically says that, you know, Ukraine is exactly what a lot of people say, which is. It's a money laundering Nazi area that there's biolabs and the UN and the New World Order and the World Economic Forum and all these corrupt politicians have been planning and using and abusing and and now Putin's like I'm not gonna sit by and watch it anymore i'm standing up there's a lot of i'm not saying that that's true but there is a lot of information out there that supports that claim which putin wants a piece of the pie maybe that could be i don't know that he's doing it out of you know good motives there but might be more of a i don't know man they're making all that money doing all those slide deals i want i want in on that but he's (laughs) who knows you know if you look at Again, just looking at it from the perspective that, you know, I was talking about Russia, Iran, China, all of those are not in that financial sector. Mm-hmm. They're kind of outliers and they're at war with the ones that are. Mm-hmm. So there's, man, there's all that, you know, you can dive down as deep down the rabbit hole you want to go. And that's, that's part of the issue, right? Like that is, I guess that's what I'm trying to slowly get to here is this stuff is happening real time today in a world that is infinitely more connected than it's ever been. Mm -hmm. And the truth is still just as unknown today as it was a year and change ago when this thing started. 
What's a belief? Well, the truth. That, that That's a good point. You know, who who writes, who, who makes the truth? Is it the guy who wrote the history books? Right. Because usually they're the win, they're the ones who won the war. The, so, of course, they're going to tell the story. Their perspective. Their, yeah, the way that they want it to be recorded in history, right? So, what is truth? How do you get to truth? <laughs> what, what do you believe? How do you know that? Well, what's yeah. interesting is how many things are being uncovered there. Yeah. You know, and at some point, some of the truth is being exposed, whether we, you know, like it or not. Um, and it's like you say, who, who do you believe? But. Right. At least some things are being exposed for what they are. I mean, I remember even Tucker Carlson at one point in time was basically saying Ukraine is not what they appear to be in American news. The Americans, American news have spun it that they're this, you know, um, poor, wretched country being overtaken by a mother bear, Russia, you know, and so on and so mm -hmm. forth. But they're yeah. just as corrupt as anybody else. I mean, look at who was over there making money off of them for all these years, yep. i.e. <clears throat> Brandon, his son, <laughs> yep. you know, so forth. But the big man. So it, and how much money are we throwing over there? Like as America, America is just pumping money like by the truckload. Yeah. Billions of dollars. That's yeah. We don't need it here. Right. Let's not solve our problems. Mm -hmm. Let's not upgrade our infrastructure. Let's send all the money over there. That's great. Yeah, our power grid is in desperate need of updating and so forth. And our military, our our own infrastructure, like you're saying, look at look at where our they're cutting the military again. Yeah, yeah and, and I, I deal. I did a trip to Denver one day. I I left it. Uh, I had to get up at three. Left at four. The roads have not changed in a year on the interstates. They are awful. Where is the money going? Where is all this? Dude, this? every dollar we're paying, every every yeah. gallon of gas we get, they get X percent of that, 18 whatever percent. Mm -hmm. So that's that's millions of dollars like a is, day. Where's all that going? And this is federal money. <laughs> exactly. This is, these are federal highways. Well, there's so state not, funds and federal yeah, funds. Yep. So they're yeah, and there's double the tapping. is federal, isn't it? Yep. Should so. be. There's And there's taxes coming out mm -hmm. of each gallon or applied to every gallon of gas for both every state gallon. local and federal it's being embezzled it's being wasted well they're just not government's getting bigger and they're not doing as much now even though they're twice as big the amount of work getting done is is less so look at the union right that's a perfect example unions had their time and place but i think that is gone that the time and place is gone now and not to pick on the unions but that's a good example right how many people Absolutely. does it take to to do a union job twice as many as a nor as a normal job right yeah. any other company you have out there they, they're lean and mean but yeah they they go in to stir the pot that's all they do yeah <laughs> yeah supervisors got to have a yeah. supervisor one supervisor per how many workers mm -hmm. <laughs> right that's the the government motto yeah yeah or the government uh one guy in the trench and five with a shovel standing on there uh, yeah. smoking a cigarette. Why yeah. take three when you could bring five? <laughs> right. <laughs> to yeah. do the job. More is gooder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. No, that's, man, it's it's just a weird, weird ball of chaos, you know, getting thrown out, especially with politics. You know, you've got. I guess all the political nonsense, you know what I mean? You've got the, all that that we just talked about. And then 
here at home, you know, all the political campaigning's kicking off and you've just got you've got indictments coming down against it seems like only well, that's let me let me let me back up. So there are indictments against Trump again. But there's also been quite a few in the background. They're just not making the front page news. So I think I think there is some justice being served, but you've got to dig to find justice outside of Trump. Because Trump sells anytime there's that headline, it sells. This is a, just a simple fact, right? People forward against it and it just spins that bullshit that we talk about. But the politics in the background, you know, you've got. So you've got DeSantis, Trump and a handful of other Republicans, and that's how well the Trump and DeSantis campaign does, as I can only name two. Mm-hmm. And Haley. then on the Democrat. Haley and yeah, Pence. yeah. Pence. Pence. I think Pence. Did Pence running. come out running? I think he's running. Yes, he did. Yeah. Okay. So there's four. So we can name four. That's probably two more than I could. It is two more <laughs> than I could have named. And then on the Democrat side, you've got Biden and you've got Robert Kennedy Jr. Are the only two that I can name. Hmm. And there seems to be a lot of support for Kennedy Jr. And I've listened to some of the things that he said. And he seems like he's pretty on the ball about things. Um, and the same with DeSantis. Like I would say those two. Those two mm-hmm. seem to be um, not afraid to do what they need to do. They're based. They're not. They're not off the cuff kind of Trump, or they're not as puppet as Biden. So they're a good in the middle between the two of those two. If Agreed. you're using those two as the framework, right? And and hopefully, I mean, what I hope for is the next cycle that we get away from the edges and move toward the middle, whatever that means. Um, you know, I just, I can't see no matter which way let's let's, if we just talk Biden and Trump for a second, no matter which way that goes, if it goes one or the other, you're, I feel you're leaving 60% of America in the middle. Shoot. I was even going to say 80. It could be. You know, because very extreme on both sides, I suppose. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it could be right, Dave. Mm -hmm. Could be more. So figure a majority of America in the middle. They may vote one way or the other because they will be they'll have Mm -hmm. to, right? Yeah. But the majority is in the middle and they didn't really want either one of those guys. So I we've got to start picking each other up and bringing each other back together. And I don't see that happening with either one of those guys. And, you know, look, there are some things that have happened over the last couple of years that have happened because uh, they had to. And there's a lot of things that were just terrible policy. And that's from career politicians. Now, the opposite, I would say, was true with Trump. Trump got a lot of things done, but he was terrible about how and the way the, in which it happened, right? Yep, the antics, if you will. Yeah, yeah. It was it was get this done and then just rub people's noses in it to where more and more people wanted to fight him all the time. Mm-hmm. So you're just you're just ripping at the seams, right? So I, I it would be exciting, hopefully, for somebody that is a is a strong leader that is not a over the top personality that just wants to get things done. I think that could go a long way right now. And I like the over the top. Yeah. And I, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So hopefully, hopefully that's what's going to happen. You know, I, I, I guess on the, 
on the national scale. I guess do you guys have any any poop to throw at the wall there? Because I before I moved to local stuff, I got it did did I did a little digging into some local stuff that's happening, which is kind of weird. Hmm. Well, going going into the national, um, if if the, for me personally, if you could wipe wipe out the Biden debacle, it's that's a mess. You got no brains and no brains for president and vice president. You really do. Look at what they've accomplished, which is basically nothing. And you take the Trump out and say, you know, Mr. Trump, take your pride and do what's right for America. So eliminate those two. What would happen with, let's say, for example, Kennedy versus DeSantis and so forth? What would happen to America if one of those, uh, we chose one of those as the best candidate? Whether it's whether you're right leaning or left leaning, you know which one is the best candidate for America. What would that look like for 24? What would happen? What would happen if they joined? Like we've talked about, like a DeSantis and Gabbard, or a Robert Kennedy Jr. and DeSantis, or you know what I mean? Like how amazing could that be to just kind of? I, I don't know, but well, then again, I love that's, the idea. It's yeah. just, we're so far divided right now that I, I don't know. I don't know what it would take to get us back together. You know, it would take that special candidate. I've not given up hope of that, but mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's tough. And I think this is going to be a consequential election because yeah, one way or the other, it's either going to get worse or get a whole lot, you know, potentially to get a lot better too. So yeah, it's yeah. Stakes are high. Yeah, where it's going to be a messy election season again. Mm-hmm. Next year's going to be fun. <laughs> yeah, somebody, you know, you got one guy tripping over this make-believe sandbag, which is, who puts a sandbag on a national stage? Did you guys see the, any of this? <laughs> uh, a sandbag? Dude, I, Give me a break. Seriously? I saw the the footage of the fall, and it's, uh, I'm. Yeah. No. I'm I'm pretty sad. Like yeah, it's it's discouraging it's, it's an to me. Embarrassment to our nation to watch this guy falling down it's like day that. after day. Yeah, there's always something going on. Can't it's remember not, what I'm supposed to it's say. Not good. And yeah. yet he's the one talking to other world leaders. Yeah, yeah. you know, and gotta, in a position gotta. of weakness. Like really, right? Gets all squinty eyed, like he really knows what he's talking about. You know, and and back in the day, th- think uh, World War II, right? FDR. He was in a wheelchair, right? But the the news at the time, they didn't share that. Man, that was American. That was a pride thing for America, right? They protected the president, regardless of what he. They protected the office of the president. They didn't want to to diminish him because that diminishes America, mm-hmm. right? And then we're yeah. doing the opposite of that now. We're oh look at that, look at that, and they're pointing out all the failures and pointing out that stuff where. The greatest generation. They didn't do that. They did just the opposite. Man, they diminished that. They held didn't their even, leader up, even if they didn't agree no, with them. No one really even knew he was in a wheelchair, you know, as far yeah. as the media perspective goes. But here we are. Yeah, there's that inability to move on. You know, once the person is in the office, there's that inability to move on. And and that's not to say that you can't absolutely have your opinions and voice your opinions, but you're right. There's a there's a a national message associated with what America should be. And that has just been being rubbed in the mud Mm, because we can't get over ourselves. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's, it's an interesting concept, man. I agree. The, the Biden administration to me is exactly what they advertised. 
which is, oh, we're going to be the most diverse. So they're hiring and appointing based on that, not based on what Merit. you can do or, or how, what you know, no. or even your work ethic or, or knowledge or want to, or get it done. It's, it's diversity first. So you've got a bunch of people that are in positions that they don't know shit about. They have mm-hmm. no clue. Look at that. Yeah. And that's not a knock on what diverse part of them got them the, it, it's ability. Yeah. I'm knocking their abilities. Yep. They suck. Look at Booty Judge and all these clowns that are based off of. It's sad. What their sexual preferences, yeah. you know, uh, color, whatever it is. When yeah. I mean, why does that ever take precedence? How, how is that our score? Than our score chart. Yeah. Yeah. Common sense or yeah. knowledge or ability and so forth. That's Using the wrong metrics for sure. If you're building a business that way, you are going to fail. You are absolutely going to fail. And we, we're building a country. We are. I mean, there, I guess I would ask, is there a metric that we can look at that says we're not failing over the last couple of years? And I ask that straight up because I, I don't know of one. You know, we've talked about how the whole world is struggling, right? Blah, blah, blah. We've talked about, oh, the unemployment numbers look good. But then when you dig in and you look at how they're actually reporting the unemployment numbers, there's a lot of shade there. Uh, They're not, those numbers aren't as true as they could be, should be, because that would be one positive thing. But there's a lot of doubt there. I can't think. I mean, oh, are we better off than most countries? Yes, but that's that's not because of the presidency. That's because of the resolve of the people out there getting it done. The real yeah. people. That has nothing you to know, do and, with the bullshit going on in Washington. And just economically speaking, like financial standpoint, Americans just passed the $1 trillion in credit card debt. <laughs> just like very Ooh. recently. Americans owe $1 trillion collectively in student, or not student loans, just in credit card debt. And then in student loans, that's... That's another crazy number yeah. out there. So so financially, we're making more than we ever have, but yet we're more in debt now than we ever have been either. So, Well, let's let's go back to this and then company freedom. thing. If you want to look at freedom, mm-hmm. holy crap, that's not that's not getting any better. We're losing freedoms all over the place. If, if we look at this kind of going along with your, what you're saying, I mean, corporations do lie to people. They do. They, you know, to, you know get your... Um, get your stock prices up by saying, well, we overinflated this or underinflated our costs or whatever it is, or devalued our costs. And you look at all these countries as corporations, you can see that America is really, we, I, I, we're weaker than we appear. And I think other corporations, i.e. countries see that. And I, I think they're capitalizing on us a little bit. So I take the, I take the point that, I think America is weak, weaker than yeah. we really oh, yeah. should be at this point. Absolutely. Look at our president, look at our leader, look at our president of our company, right? I.e., country. Things are yeah. so. So you're you're giving a sell recommendation for American stock? Spoil <laughs> <laughs> it down, Dave. Is that a sell? <laughs> sell, I'm devaluing. sell, sell. I'm devaluing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Who's that, Mike Kramer? Yeah, great. sell, sell. <laughs> yeah, yeah, run, yeah. sinking ship. Yeah, no, it's it, funny. It's it's a weird way to look at it, though. 
you know, but I, I think we're, we're in that much debt because, well, inflation, right? Like you have to, you have to attribute the debt increase to inflation. Mm-hmm. We're making more, there's more blah, 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 but everything costs more. Everything. I mean, you don't have to look any further than housing for shit sakes. Housing is ridiculous. And they don't even include housing, I don't think, in the, yeah, in the, the inflation, inflation reports or not, fuel. Housing or, is not in there. Yeah. They don't include all the things that inflate. They just include yeah. the ones that don't so they can look as good as they can. And uh-huh. it still looks terrible, by the way. Uh, even with their fudged statistics, it looks horrible. So in real life, it's way worse. Way more than that. And it's it, it's just crazy, man. I, I So again, I guess that question kind of answered it, right? Or that answer answered it. You know, we're not, there's nothing that this administration has done that you can point out and say, this is good. I mean, even this last debt ceiling bullshit, you know, you got one side saying, oh, this and that and the other and the other side saying this, that and the other. And then it gets done. And then both sides are unhappy about what got done. And it's like, oh, he, that side played us. Well, I thought you said he was a senile old man and he just got over on all you guys. (laughs) Wow. What's that say about you? And then you look at the senile old man, and you're like, well, you didn't get everything you wanted, but you gave them some way. It's just garbage, dude. Mm-hmm. It's total garbage. And we are we are accepting the garbage as a win. And I dude, I refuse. Mm-hmm. I refuse to accept it as a win. Agreed. Just like I refuse to accept that energy costs need to be this high. It's not. It's garbage. It's it's lies, deceit, and garbage. And we are yeah. we've gotta we've gotta do better. So price of natural gas went from 10, 12, you know, way high. Now it's down the buck something. Have you seen your price, your energy bills go down in a corresponding manner? Dude, once they go up, they never come down. I've Why never seen a decrease. Why the crap have our electric bills not dropped 80%? Or our never. gas bills because... Right, exactly. Why? I mean, I can... It's not the natural gas. Yeah. The price is way down, way down right now. But it's not reflective in our bills. Green energy, mm-hmm. baby. Yeah, Yo. it's policies. No, yep. once they once they peak, they never mm-hmm. come down. And you regulation know and policies. You know what's strange to me is subsidize them. I can honestly say I don't. I'm not really an average shopper. You know, going into the grocery store once or twice a week. It's maybe every couple weeks and so forth. I'll get enough. I I do live alone. But the problem is I went into a local grocery store. I cannot name it because I don't want to embarrass anybody. But I went into it the other day. I was stunned going through these aisles and looking at the prices and the bag sizes, whether it's on chips or cans or whatever. <laughs> getting smaller. Oh, <laughs> it's horrible. It's it's like you're paying yeah. five times in I'm a big ice cream guy. So when I go into a, a grocery store, sometimes I look at, uh, you know, some of these name brands and so forth. What used to cost three to four dollars, three fifty to four dollars a gallon is seven dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now I'm like, why? What the hell is happening with our food? Right. We are being just raped. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But it's ridiculous. So inflation is a major major mm-hmm. contributor to debt yeah people are just you know sp- spending money and going more in debt our country's in debt 
I think that's poor decisions. So I, I think there's more to it than just that. Mm -hmm. Look at, again, look at the student loans. The average American is tens of thousands of dollars in student loans, like 40,000 or something, 43,000 per, you know, that's the average debt. Uh, credit cards are way up, but look at the cars, right? People are driving these fancy new cars. They've got a big old bill on it. I think the average car is like six to $800 a month for a car payment. Like why, why would you have that much of a car of a debt, mm. right? Yep. I don't know. It's just poor decisions. Again, Great. yeah, the food's expensive. I get it. And for the marginal folks living like right on the on the the poor, they're having a harder time with that, right? But yet again, they have a car payment. Yep. So it's it's a decision thing. They're just making poor decisions. There are a lot. Of, that's probably a lion's share of the issues. Oh yeah, probably ninety percent. Poor financial, yeah, decision making. Poor decisions, uh, or not financially sound decisions, right? However you want to look at that, which is a poor decision. If you're struggling, you know, you, you have to figure out what you need first versus what you want, and a lot of people don't understand the difference between that. No. You know, a lot of people have. There's just not. There hasn't been a a correction, if you will. No, to and a lot I, of people. And I'm a financial coach. I've done the Financial Peace University at churches for years and years now. And yeah, there's, it's crazy how many people that are, don't even have a home in debt, a lot of credit card debt, but yet have $600 a month car payment or two. Like what? Yeah. Start there. Get rid of that. Get rid of your debt. Right. Then you have more buffer between you and life. Yeah, $600. So you have an $800 car payment, which means you have to have full coverage insurance, which is going to be $300, $200 a month or whatever. So your vehicle, by the time you pay for insurance, licensing fees, and just the note, you know, you're $1,200 a month on a vehicle. Yeah, but I'm saving 50 bucks a month because it gets better gas mileage. <laughs> <laughs> that makes it Dude, that's that one makes of it my, worthwhile, right? Yeah. That's one of my favorite yeah pet peeve worst things i I, yeah. I can't stand it when people are like oh, i have to get rid of this i have to buy a new car because i need better gas mileage like well, how much money do you spend a month on fuel and they're like oh i spend like 250 dollars a month on fuel i'm like so you're gonna go you're gonna go spend a thousand dollars on a new car and then you still have to put fuel in that car so the delta is negative yeah negative 800 you're not All making that up and you're two saving miles, two miles a gallon yeah yeah yeah, but I increase. get I get forty miles of the gallon. Well, you were getting thirty, so you're, and you're, like what? If you want a new car, get a new car, but don't try to justify it by yeah. fuel mileage, you jackass. Do an ROI Not when you're spending a hundred thousand dollars on a new vehicle. How many years is it going to take to pay that? It doesn't. Yeah, but yeah, I, I got an electric. I got a Tesla. It only costs sixty, eighty thousand dollars, but I don't have a fuel payment. <laughs> but my electricity <laughs> okay. is free. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I'll just go plug into the county building. Yeah. Or we'll the, pay for it. Our yeah. taxes will pay for your fuel. Go out to the desert up. and plug into a current bush. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. You just have to pay for parking for six days while your car charges via <laughs> extension cord of the county building. What a joke. <laughs> Tra trailing a generator behind you just to. America, that's a bad idea. Just yeah. hear that here. Yeah. Don't. It's a bad idea. You stop. Don't do it. Stop it. Stop it burning your money at both ends mm -hmm. if you're buying that stupid shit it's crazy man absolutely crazy yeah but that's the political world we live in i was just looking up foreign aid 
foreign aid, just in foreign aid per year, we average like 49 billion a year in foreign aid. That's not including the Ukraine stuff. So just in foreign aid, every year that goes out of this country, 50 billion a year uh, on average. So, you know, what, what does that foreign aid do? I, I don't know. It does a lot of stuff, I'm sure. And it probably comes back to a lot of politicians some way, shape or form. Uh, so 50 billion a year that goes out just in foreign aid. Uh, mm-hmm. and that's just one, one metric, you know, there's still all the other garbage that goes out the door. So then, you know, you tack on the 50 billion or what, what are we at? Like a hundred, we're at 140 billion, I think to Ukraine now Yep. in the last year. I thought and it half. was around wow. 80, just a little while ago, but I don't, I haven't seen anything lately, but it's probably upwards of a hundred then, yeah. you know, a hundred billion to Ukraine and then 50 billion outside of that, just in foreign aid, you know, countries like Haiti and others. Um, so you start looking at those numbers and pretty soon you're like, Oh wow, that's why, you know, America's in debt. And that's also why if America goes down 75, 80% of the world goes with us because we're funding that much of the world. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there's that. Uh, so it's just a crazy metric, man, you Mm -hmm. know, and, Man, all the way across the board. And it's just not getting better because we're not being realistic about our wants and our needs. Well, there's no accountability. Right. See, in, in some places like Haiti, you know, man, I'm all for helping them with the medical and education and, and getting them into a better position. But other places, I think we give money and they expect it and they don't use it. Like if it goes to a corrupt government, they're just going to. Right? What what happens to it? Does it get down to the the people? No way. No way. Never. So there's got to be some accountability there. Okay, do this, and then you will get rewarded with this money. Don't just here's your money. Yeah, and I think I think that's where again, you know, to circle back the political stuff. I think that's where Trump had a lot of that right, you know, and a lot of people didn't want to hear that. Like, look, we're tired of you taking advantage of us. You're taking our money mm-hmm. and you're not doing what you said you would do with it. Right. And But, you know, then the other side spins it. Oh, you're cutting them off. People are going to starve to death. Well, they're starving to death already and we're giving their government all that money. And they're still starving. And they're still starving. <laughs> yeah. So let's let's be real about the discussion. Mm-hmm. But they you know? want more. If they had more, then they wouldn't be starving. Yeah. yeah. Give, right. give them more. Give them more. Yeah. And yeah. guess what? They're yeah. still starving. Still starving. It's just <laughs> we like need our, more, man. <laughs> just like our border, man. Oh. Just like our border, wide open. You know, the kids in cages. Boy, that sure went away overnight sure with an election. Even though that problem is worse now than it was by a lot. You never see AOC down there anymore. Yeah, right. Or Kamala, or anybody. Yeah, see any of those people. It's not now. a problem here. No, nope. it's good. They're secure. It's good. It's good. Don't look over here. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. So, so politics are a mess, man. But at the end of the day, you know, our local stuff. Sorry, I'm going to circle the local stuff. So locally, um, <laughs> I don't know about you guys, but I am so sick of getting junk mail. Like, give me money for to support my cause, blah, blah, blah. Dude, I get probably 10 or so of those envelopes a week where people are like, oh, give me money for a campaign. And I'm like, yeah, throw it in, mm-hmm. throw it away. Uh, but anyway, locally, um, the school board, right here, District 51, uh, the school board went through a pretty rowdy election last go around, which I was 
happy with the results because it got back to what I believe is the right way. Uh, but there is one of our, there's actually a recall happening with one of our local school board members um, that was approved to go through the recall. So they got enough signatures. I don't know what all that means, but the recall process is starting uh, to see if it actually will happen. I don't know if it's going to happen, um, whatever, but locally, uh, you know, listening into one of the, the board member discussions that was happening, like the school board of directors had their public meeting and they were talking through it. And one of the things that one of the gentlemen brought up, which I thought was a great point is they're, they're like, look, in order for our school board to really be more diverse and have better ideas and figure it out, we need more board members rather than having the five or six or seven that they have, you know, we need to expand that to get more representation and more ideas and to make it better. Uh, but that brings up an interesting teeter totter point, right? Cause the more, like, I, I totally agree with that to have more heads is better than less, right? More ideas, more brains. But eventually if you get too many, people around a table, you never get to a decision. Hmm. So you can stymie yourself by trying to be too politically and equal. Mm -hmm. So there's that balance, right? And I guess that's where I'm curious, like what, what is the balance? It's like the Supreme court. So there are certain things that we need to leave alone, even when they're not right. seemingly right. going our way. Like we have to, it's just like the American flag. The American flag should fly higher than any other flag that you fly if you live in America, Anything. because America, without that flag and the people that have sacrificed and died for this country and made this country what it is, you would not be able to fly your whatever flag below it. So we should all agree on that. Mm -hmm. Like be American first and, there and then be any celebrate your heritage. Way, there should not be any Amen. debate on right. We're not Amen. saying all aren't right. welcome, but what we are saying is assimilate <laughs> to this. And I think that's the same discussion with like the Supreme Court, the judicial branch, and then certain things like school boards. Like we can't we can't just open the floodgates to where next thing you know, there's a thousand people in the community and a thousand of them are board members. Well, then you're you working backwards. Flags. Yeah, it's right. It's the same thing. There's exactly right. Like there is no. There is no priority bigger than yourself at that point. It's all just squabble and blender. Oh, what a mess. So, yeah. so I guess that's, you know, what are your thoughts? Like I, I like the, I like the idea, but like the Supreme court, I, I greatly dislike the idea of adding more justices because eventually you're not getting your way, you're just diluting the truth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're not getting your way. So I'm going to pack it. It yeah. could be the same thing locally. Well, then with every organization, then when it flips, then what do you do? Do you pack it with more and more and more like that never ends? It's the mm -hmm. same as the d definition discussion. Mm -hmm. You you can't. There are some things you have to leave alone because that has to be the ultimate truth, the ultimate decider. Like, I'm sorry. That's just the way it is. Right. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I, I guess that's. There are going to be so many, just like what you're saying, kind of basically agree with what you're saying. There's so many that you basically hamstring yourself on getting anything done. Mm -hmm. Everybody goes home and there's nothing we can done for how many years? Now, now, why not? 
rather than add more board members to the school board, why not create avenues for more discussion with your constituents so then each board member does a better job representing their area? So it takes more participation rather than just adding more board members. You know what I mean? But that's, again, where it comes back on us, we, the people, same with our government. Like we're getting what we deserve because we're either not involved enough or we're too involved and not educated enough to know what we're talking about. Well, the only people that show up are the ones that are, you know, in disagreement, if you will. You know, the ones that, that want to hear mm-hmm. their voices the loudest that disagree with things. And maybe the people that are in agreement, they're okay with everything the way they are, never show up. So their voice is I mean, heard. if you are supporting right. and you continue to want that, that support, then you, then you need to do your job. It's like you say, you've got a kid in school. So, or the folks that show up. up are the ones that have an agenda. Yeah. I know I lived in Tennessee for a while, just south of Nashville and Franklin. And, the very conservative county, super conservative. The chances of the CRT going through were like virtually non-existent in this county. Well, during the COVID, they took advantage of that, and then they petitioned it and they got it through through a wit and wisdom curriculum that wasn't exactly CRT, but it was. It is super conservative. They got it through because yeah, People no one was asleep. showing up. COVID. Yep. You know. Yeah. Well, so that. That brings, a, I guess, a fundamental question, right? Or maybe maybe a question for consideration for anybody that hasn't been directly involved or attached to a lot of that stuff like we have with our history and blah, blah, blah. So if you're an elected official and you're elected by your constituents and this is what you ran on, if you're not connected with your constituents to hold those values... At what point do you let that side view change your course? You know what I'm saying? So if if an over like 80% or 70% of your constituents voted for you, right? And they voted for you based on this until less than a majority come in or until more than a majority come in and ask you to change your course, you're kind of, you should be bound by what you ran on. Right. Mm -hmm. So you shouldn't let those five to six to eight voices change your opinion on major things, especially because you were voted in based on this. Right. But, but for people out there that don't understand when those voices are in your face, seven days a week, three sixty five. When the ones that voted you in never show up, it gets hard, right? It has to. Oh, yeah. So that's, I think that's where you kind of get in those weird spots, right? Mm-hmm. Or potentially. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, I don't they, know. they show up and yeah, they're the, may, might be the only people there protesting against something. Every day. And that doesn't, that doesn't mean that that's how your constituents believe. It's just, that's the, the minority, the very small group that wants to change the whole thing to fit their little narrow view. Of what right. they think it should be. You know, what's funny is as you guys were talking, I was thinking about traffic coming in. A, you're, you got a five lane interstate. There's a lot of cars that are packed in. You've you've started in, let's say for for the hell of it, you're starting in the right lane. So here comes all these merging traffics. Well, 
pretty soon you're getting nudged and nudged and nudged. So now you're in this next lane on your left and you can keep getting nudged and same, same traffic. Pretty soon you're in the hole. You're smack dab over the opposite side where you never thought you'd be. Now, how do I get back? You're in an exit only lane. Yeah. Yeah. Crazyville. It only takes a couple of cars to keep nudging you over, if you will. Yeah. You know, from all these merging. And you do it. You do it to be nice and oh, let yeah. somebody in. Trying to be courteous. Right. And then pretty but soon you're four lanes over. You are off your rocker and you are like, how the hell did I get here? You're, la- you're to the left is yeah. what you're saying? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to Albuquerque. Yeah. So. <laughs> Except no. Yeah. So. Yeah. I don't know, man. So that's a bit of the local stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Some recalls and stuff going on, which is kind of, I don't know. So I guess be aware of that, guys. Be aware of that, you know, Grand Junction, there's a recall happening and, you know, hopefully you'll support whatever you're supporting. And hopefully it's it is that little minority voice that somehow gained just enough signatures. But then, you know, here we are wasting time, money and effort. But oh, well, such is life, right? Yep. Get involved and stand up. I guess maybe it's it's never a waste, right? If it's Mm -hmm. in our own country and our own political stuff, you know, vet it out, let it run. Just Mm -hmm. like the Gavin Newsom thing, Mm -hmm. they they approved the recall and he got revoted in. So that's apparently what they want. Okay, that's Mm -hmm. what you deserve, and you haul it out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's right, right. Deal with it. You haul. Kind of where we're at in Colorado, comrades. (laughs) So, well, guys, I guess, man, I don't know. Maybe that's enough politics for the day. Feel like I'm gonna. Have to need to go wash myself. Need to go now. wash my <laughs> <like, laughs> Throw this microphone away. Clean up. <laughs> it's always uh, dirty. Yeah, but <laughs> that's your daily dose of politics. Well, you got it from us. That's for sure. I mean, we don't have all the answers, but we definitely want to speak out. That's why we're here. Help. Look us up. Thanks for listening. Yeah. Right on, everybody. Peace yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs>